Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Purpose, there is a time. The one who made the whole world has everything in his hands. He wants the world to know him in all his righteousness, and he has called us into his kingdom for such a time as this. It's our time. was a time we received but now it's time for us to give standing hand in hand together let's reach out and touch our world can you hear the spirit calling it's our time there was a time when we were learners now it's time for us to teach There was a time we used to borrow But now it's time for us to learn There was a time we used to follow Now it's time for us to lead It's our season, it's our nation It's the time of destiny But now it's time for us to give Standing hand in hand together Let's reach out and touch our world Can you hear the Spirit calling? It's our time We have an obligation To reach this generation to let his kingdom come within our world And we know we can succeed Simply cause we do believe He's given us what it takes To carry on Carry on It's our time to believe it's our time to love and live There was a time we received But now it's time for us to give Standing hand in hand together Let's reach out and touch our world Can you hear the Spirit calling? 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 It's our time. It's our time. Oh, oh, oh. it's our What a blessing it is to be with you again um, this week. Welcome once again to the Seed Conference. 
it's been an amazing journey i would like to thank all of you for coming along with us learning all the different things that are there to be learned i've um, been receiving your testimonies and um, i want to say that god has been very faithful to us um he's been with us he's taught us so much um, i also thank god for using me as a vessel to minister to churches all around the world um reverend samuel kwetu you are welcome um from accra ghana pastor stuart from martinique um god bless you for watching as well uh, with your dear wife sarah god bless you um this week we doing loyalty and disloyalty amen, amen. loyalty and disloyalty there cannot be a uh, meeting on church growth without a teaching on loyalty because this loyalty is the number one destroyer of church growth amen so you welcome once again um pastor abhishek from pune india you know you all hear others i'll acknowledge as we go as we go along let us pray let us pray holy spirit we thank you for today for this afternoon's teaching holy spirit you are the spirit of loyalty you are the spirit of loyalty so we acknowledge your presence and we invite your presence specifically to minister to us about how to be loyal and how to have your faithful spirit so that the work and the churches and the people that you put into our hands will multiply and grow because it is faithfulness that you bless and faithfulness that you accept Mm. we thank you for your great mercies towards us i pray for everyone watching every minister every ministry represented Mm. pray in the name of jesus that your perfect will will be done in jesus name amen amen so today i will start with um the 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 proton and the grandfather and the first book on the loyalty series to be written loyalty and disloyalty amen to introduce us to the subject and then i'll continue tomorrow um apostle enoch you are welcome from cameroon yaounde and um pastor chandler Dotin from trinidad you are welcome as well so all these books here are on loyalty loyalty and disloyalty one of you is a devil those who are proud those who are dangerous sons those who are ignorant those who honor you those who forget those who leave you those who pretend and those who accuse you tomorrow tomorrow (laughs) tomorrow i will be treating those who accuse you tomorrow make sure you are here for this um meeting tomorrow yes it's going to be very explanatory Mm. amen amen lady potter kathleen you are welcome pastor nesta from india from bangalore you are also welcome pastor steven from malta you are welcome reverend bafwache from accra you're also welcome let's go straight into the teaching amen amen all other protocol observed loyalty and disloyalty loyalty and disloyalty why is the subject of loyalty so important to warrant 10 books dedicated to it first corinthians chapter 4 verse 1 i want to explain to you why it's important first corinthians chapter 4 verse 1 the bible says let a man account of us no, change the version from Amplified to King James. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4, 1, let, every, let the man account of us as ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. You know, to be a minister of Christ, I want to take my time and, ex- and explain it about the direct relationship and correlation between loyalty and church growth because okay. if you're a pastor and, and there's not a culture of loyalty and a spirit of loyalty upon you, and upon your church your church will keep breaking up mm. and it will therefore not grow yes. i mean it just makes common sense that if you are building a house and after laying 500 blocks somebody comes to take 200 blocks away 
then you lay another 500 now you have 800 somebody counts for 400 blocks you know you know when your church keeps breaking up your church will not grow and the aim of all these conferences is church growth and the growth of your church the bible says, you know make no mistake when um, the bible talks about church growth in the bible it's not talking about cement blocks mm. the bible says that as living stones yes. put together we are built a spiritual house mm. there is no cement block that grows mm. there is there there is no stone that grows mm-hmm. so what the bible says in first peter that we are living stones put together he's talking about the human beings it is the human beings who are the stones mm-hmm. that is why he told peter that you are the rock you are the or the stone mm. upon which I'll, I'll build my church god doesn't build his church with stones. see that's why when christ said destroy this temple i'll build it in three days the carnal people were thinking about the physical building physical. but christ was talking about himself that's right. we see we are all the human beings the members are the building blocks of the oh, church okay. so when the building blocks are stable mm. they don't move away the more are added, then the church grows. Yes. So if you're a pastor, it is important for you to learn all that you can mm-hmm. about the subject of loyalty. And you know, on um, today is Tuesday, we are doing loyalty and disloyalty. Tomorrow is Wednesday, we are doing those who accuse you. On Thursday, we will do those who are ignorant. Mm. On Thursday, we'll do those who are ignorant. Because this book here, it's written primarily to the pastors or to head pastors and leaders of churches. Mm. In my experience going around the world, when a leader doesn't understand or he understands but he doesn't practice the essential doctrines of loyalty, sometimes they unwittingly destroy their own churches mm. by not knowing that they are destroying their own churches. Amen. Amen. And so, um, I'm intentionally teaching these... Um, things with check growth in mind okay hallelujah amen pastor raj kini from india you are welcome pastor raquel you are also welcome everyone is welcome if i keep um introducing you i won't preach <laughs> first corinthians chapter 4 verse 1 the bible says let a man account of us mm. as ministers of christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. To be a minister of Christ means that you are a servant of Christ. You believe in Christ. You believe in the doctrines of the gospel, laying on of hands, forgiveness of sins. Christ is God. He is the Son of God. He died three days later. He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven. He's coming again. You believe in the basic doctrines of the faith, forgiveness, laying on of hands, and all those things. Healing. I mean. All the basic doctrines of salvation. That's what it means to be a minister of Christ. Mm. Then you can progress into becoming a steward of the mysteries of God. Mm. And that's where things become more exciting. Okay. That's where we say that you are a man of God. That's right. That's where we now say that you are anointed. Mm. You double in mysteries. Okay. Things that cannot be explained. I mean, in the secular world, you can explain forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And the importance of forgiveness medical science has shown objectively and scientifically that unforgiveness for example leads to cancer Mm. yeah when somebody has cancer in america and the chemotherapy is not working by the journals of the american medical association they are supposed to ask the person do you bear a grudge against somebody go home and forgive the person Mm. yeah science has found out that unforgiveness leads to cancer They've also found out that being quick-tempered leads to hypertension, mm. which is what the Bible already says. So, some of these things, can you explain them? They are, they are not so mystical. Mm-hmm. But, because, you know, when, when you are angry, um, adrenaline, which is a chemical in the body, is released in large quantities. Mm. And, you know, when adrenaline goes up, comes down, goes up, comes down, goes up, comes down, it, it um, destroys the body. Mm. That, that's, that's not a mystery. It is scientific. Okay. So when we talk about mysteries, we talk about things that cannot be explained. Mm. Like how you lay hands on a sick person and he gets healed. I mean, you can't explain it. Mm. <laughs> you can't explain it. I was in, um, what the country? Gambia. And I was ministering many years ago, December 2001. 
I was invited for a Christmas convention and I went. I was privileged. I went. And you know, the first day, I didn't, I was so discouraged mm. because I didn't feel the power of God. Mercy. The mysteries were not at work. Mercy. Nobody fell down under the power. Hey! hey! <laughs> I mean, the atmosphere was dry. Very dry. When I prayed for the sick, nobody was healed. Hey! But there was only one girl who was screaming at the back. And then God spoke to me to tell her that he knows about her problem and he has healed her. So I called her to the front. I didn't know anyone in the church I had been invited. So I called the girl. She came, she came to the front and I told her when she got to the front, she just fell. And I kept on ministering. So I didn't know what it was. I just said, that God said I should tell you that he has healed you. Hey! I was so discouraged that night. But as we were going home in the pastor's car, then the pastor who was a doctor told me that you don't know what has happened in church tonight. I said, what has happened? Then she told me that the girl you ministered to had HIV. Mm. And I know about it. She came for the test in my clinic because there were a family who wanted to go to America. So they had done this visa lottery thing. So part of it was to do medical tests. And when she did the medical test, it came out that she was HIV positive. Mm. So she was denied the visa or the whatever residence, I mean the thing to go. So the rest of the family had gone oh. and left her because she tested positive. You know, so after I prayed for her in that meeting, I ministered to her. She went back to the hospital to go and do a test again. She was negative. Mm. When she took the results to the American embassy, they said, no, we don't believe it. Go to this particular hospital and go and do the test there again. She went negative. Mm. They didn't believe it. They thought she had gone to bribe the hospital. Then they told her, go to the American hospital in Senegal. So she had to make a journey from Gambia to Senegal to go and check there hmm. so that they'll email the result directly to the embassy in Banjul, Gambia. Hmm. She went again, negative. So they had to give her the visa. She's in America today. Wow. You, see, you see, you can't explain it hmm. about how somebody who is HIV positive becomes negative after prayer. This, this is what the Bible talks about graduating to become a servant of the mysteries of god wow how you have visions mm. go to heaven see god and come back christ appears to you in a dream how you even speak in tongues mm. a language you've never spoken to never. In before mm. how you can prophesy to someone and it comes to pass mm. how you can see someone and know what happened to the person mm. mysteries when i was in gambia one christmas i came on christmas vacation to ghana and one day as i was in ghana i had a dream and in the dream <laughs> the girl who sings or who used to sing for me when i was in gambia she was with a boy in a car and suddenly i found myself sitting in the back of the car and the girl was in front and a boy was driving and i was in the back of the car and they went to the beach as soon as they got to the beach it began to rain so they got back in the car. They came back into town. To cut a long story short, when I woke up, I said, what kind of dream is this? So when I went back to Gambia, I called her. I said, did you go to the beach on such and such a date? She said, yes. I asked her, were, were you wearing this dress? Yes. Then I continued. Then I, then I told her that when you go to the beach, it began to rain. She said, yes. Wow. Then you came back and you went here. She said, yes. And this, and that, and that, and that. Yes. Then she asked me, how do you know all this? Then I told her I was sitting in the back of the car. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you see, these are what the Bible calls the mysteries of God. Come on now. You see, it's exciting. Yeah. It, it makes you look powerful. It makes you feel powerful. It's nice. It increases your faith. But I have news for you. Mm. When you go to verse 2, the Bible says, moreover, what that means is that more important than everything that has happened in verse 1, mm -hmm. more important than being a prophet, more important than being anointed, more important than looking anointed, more important than having dreams and visions mm. and, be, and having all kinds of 
power and you are able to pray for the sick, mm. you are healed. You say a matter, it is established more important than every spiritual gift. It is required in these two words. You see, it didn't say it is, it is required in ministers, it said in stewards. He had just spoken about the stewards of the mysteries of God, and he said that it is more important, it is required in these guys who double in the mysteries of God that they should be found faithful. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is the use of an anointed person who is not faithful? Mercy. What is the use of an anointed person who is not faithful? Mm. What is the use? What is the benefit of an anointed person who is not faithful? Who is not? If you are, think about it. If you are the best medical doctor in Ghana, but you are never in Ghana, what is your use? What's your use? If you are the best cook, but you are never in the kitchen, Mm. what is your use? What is your use? If you are the best teacher, best teacher you've won national best teacher award but you are never in the classroom what is your use what is your use if you are the best pastor most anointed pastor but you are not faithful what is your use what is your use that's what the bible says that what is required is that a man should be found faithful faithful it is that word faith faithful which is from the greek word fidel Mm. which means to be loyal okay to be constant Mm. that is what we say in the marriage vow that fi- fidelity mm. loyalty fidelity it is from the greek word fidel mm. fidel castro <laughs> loyal castro hey yes to be loyal means to be constant mm. to be loyal means to be dependable to be dependable to be loyal means to be trustworthy trustworthy to be loyal means to be always there always there to be loyal means you don't change mm. To be loyal means, listen to this one. What you say when the pastor is there is the same thing you say when the pastor is not there. Mm. Wow. Wow. That is loyalty. And Jesus said, when I come, I will say, well done. Not to the stewards of the mysteries of God. Neither to the ministers of Christ, but to the faithful servants. To the faithful servants. And look at what he said. He said, because you have been faithful, because you have been loyal in little, I will make you a ruler over much. Mm. Church growth comes through loyalty. Mm. Luke chapter 16, verse 10. Turn in your Bibles and look at Luke chapter 16, verse 10. And look at what the Bible says there. He says, He that is faithful in the least also is faithful in much. You see, so your church is going to grow by much if there's loyalty in and with the little. Mm. It is the seed of loyalty that leads to a mega church. Okay. And when there's no loyalty, there will be no mega church. He said, he that is faithful in the least, who the person with a little loyalty (laughs) will have much people in his church. Mm. Any church that has a culture of loyalty grows. Amen. Amen. So try to instill a culture of loyalty in your church so it will grow. Mm. So that your people are constant. Mm. To be loyal means whether it rains or it doesn't rain, you will be in church. You will be in church. Most pastors tremble when it, when it rains. Mm. Ah, when they hear thunder on Sunday mm-hmm. morning at 5 a.m. They will come. Pastors cannot sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> Moreover, 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 moreover. Listen, when you are experienced as a pastor, you will understand that loyalty is more important than anointing. Mm. When you are an experienced pastor, you will understand that most of the problems in the church come from anointed people. Mm. Most of the breakaways in church are from anointed people. Mm. Your greatest problem in the church will be from anointed people. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Your greatest gifts will be those who are loyal to you. Psalm 101 verse 4. Wow. Psalm 101 verse 4. You are all blessed watching. Pastor Abraham
verse 3, 4, 5. Oh, where is it? It said, the Bible said that I will look upon the faithful with favor. Where is it? What version of the Bible is this? Anyway, in Psalm 101, let's look at verse 6. Let's see if it's verse 6. Ah, yes. God said, my eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land that they may dwell with me. God blesses loyal people in their land. God, God searches through to find loyal people so that they will be with him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Make sure your church is filled with loyal people. Yes. Fight. Look, you should understand that church growth is a fight. Mm-hmm. Your church will not grow if you have a peaceful, conciliatory, benevolent spirit. Mm. No. The devil will have a field day with you. Number one. Why loyalty is important. Seven reasons. Like I said, I'm teaching from Bishop's book, Loyalty and Disloyalty, why loyalty is important. Number one, loyalty is a principal qualification for every minister. Okay. Like I shared with you, he said, moreover, what is required is loyalty. You know, if you take a car, there are many things in the car, and these days the cars are like aeroplanes, eh? I, I mean, I saw a car with a fridge hey. in the armrest with champagne and two wine glasses. Like, like a, there is a compartment for a fridge and for a little fridge in the car. Wow. Not, not one you buy on Amazon and fix in the lighter. No, there's a there's an inbuilt champagne cooler in the car. Correct. Now, all new cars that do have internet. And map navigation. But I tell you, it is not a requirement. I don't need navigation to go to my house. I know where my house is at. I can do without navigation. I can do without internet in my car. But I cannot do without a steering wheel. It is required that you have a steering wheel in your car if you're going to use it. Amen. Amen. Number two, to fight the fifth column. You know, when you start doing church work, one of the things you should understand is Satan will fight you back. Mm. Yeah, you sh- see, you should be prepared for a battle. Mm. That's what the Bible says that thou teaches my hands to fight and my fingers to battle. So that even a bow of steel is broken by my hands. Mm. If you are not a strong fighter, the church will not grow. And you will not accomplish much for God okay. and for the ministry. Amen. Amen. John to the 14, verse 30. Jesus said, The prince of this world comes and has nothing in me. You should understand that the fight the devil is bringing to you is an internal fight. God has prophesied that the devil cannot fight and succeed in fighting with you when he attacks you from outside. He cannot. Throughout the ages, there has been no external attack of the church that has succeeded in closing down the church. Mm. That's why even in the communist country of China, churches are growing. Because it is an external fight. It is, it is even the state versus the church. Mm. The might of China, the second or the first largest standing army in the world, cannot close down the church. It cannot. Mm. Of weaponless people, it cannot close down the church. The underground churches, they are growing. Hmm. And, the, and, the, and the government is fighting them more strongly and the church is growing. There's nothing from outside that can destroy the church. Wow. When I was in India, I'm mentioning the country clearly. I was in India. A nuclear power. Hmm. The, the state machinery came to persecute me and the church. Yeah, me and the church. What? A nuclear power. They investigated me for a year followed me with spies for a year. I didn't know. Mm. And God kept telling me, turn left. You know, that's when I learned that if you are not able to hear and follow God, you are doomed. Mm. I was watching a Macanel movie yesterday. Extraction. 
again. And I saw that one of the guys was in an Indian jail in Mumbai. When I saw it, then I told my wife, this is where I would have been if God had not spoken to me to deliver me. Mm. I was headed for jail in India for preaching the gospel. They investigated me, investigated the church, issued a warrant for my arrest. Through it all, the church kept getting bigger. I didn't know I was under such surveillance. Mm. But I felt it in the spirit. But I had no evidence in the flesh. Mm. Even that, the church kept on growing. The more they persecuted us, the more the church grew. Because they had no ground. They came against us, but they had nothing in us. Now, how was the church in India affected? The devil stirred up a rebel. The guy who was my assistant, a reverend minister, to rebel against me and the church and the leadership of the church. Mm. Listen to this. And what the government of India could not do, one rebellious pastor was able to accomplish it. Mm. I'll say it again. What the government of India, with all their nuclear weapons and their state machinery, could not accomplish after one year, one rebellious pastor who was within was able to accomplish it. Mm. Because Jesus had prophesied that the prince of this world counts, but he has nothing in me. Who was able to destroy Jesus? Not, not the power of the Sanhedrin. They couldn't. Not the might of the Pharisees. They couldn't. Not even the might of Rome. Not even Pilate or Herod. None of them could destroy Jesus. Not even the might of Caiaphas, the high priest, could destroy Jesus. The devil needed one Judas from within to accomplish what the Caesar in Rome could not accomplish. Oh yes. Oh yes. yes. So dear pastor watching me, do not take it for granted. I am mentioning names because this is not a theoretical conference. I'm teaching you things you need to do practically and on the ground so your church will be preserved and grow. I may never see you. I may not even know who you are, but I'm preaching in such a way that when I get to heaven, I will receive a reward for being faithful with this message as well. And the government of India has banned me from entering their country, so I don't mind if they hear this preaching. I'm banned already. You cannot ban a person twice. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. I'll say it again. What the government of India with 1.25 billion people could not accomplish one person from within. within. The fifth column is made up of the agents of Satan. Demonic influenced people from within the church Mm. who rise up to destroy it. Judas, Absaloms from within. You know, looking at the human body, nothing from outside the human body can destroy the human body. Death is always from within. That's right. Death does not come from outside. Mm. For example, you can swim in a tank of Coca-Cola. You will never fall sick. Mm. You can swim in an Olympic-sized swim, swimming pool full of Coca-Cola. You will fall sick. Mm. You can walk in a desert of sugar. Mm. You will not fall sick. But if a little sugar enters your body regularly, Soon you will have diabetes and die. Mm. Because some sugar was able to enter your body. Enter your body. A little little sugar in your body is more dangerous than an aeroplane full of sugar that's outside your body. Mm. You can carry a sack of sugar on your head. Mm -hmm. It will not affect you. Because it has not entered your body. body. In the same way, you can dance in butter and oil or even jump into a tank full of oil, it will not affect you. But when the oil keeps entering your body, through eating fried chicken, fried rice, fried eggs, fried plantain, fried potatoes, fried yam, fried vegetables, fried tomatoes, everything fried, fried sausages, soon, the little oil that has entered your heart will block your arteries and cause a heart attack far more than an aeroplane full of oil that has landed on you. Mm. So, be careful about what enters your chest.
right. Because it will do more harm to your church than any kind of military power mm. that's outside the church. Okay. So fight from within. That's why Jesus speaks about purging. You see, when you purge something, it's different from cleaning something. You cannot clean within. You can purge within. Purging means you are cleaning from within. The Bible says if a man will purge himself from this, then he will become a vessel of honor. Amen. Amen. So don't allow the devil to have a few days in your church. Get these books. Create a culture of allegiance. A culture of loyalty in your church. It will make your church grow. Number three. Aha. Uh-huh. On Friday, we'll be doing those who forget. Wow. <laughs> Number three. Where are we? Ah. For the love of God to fill the church. You know, Jesus said. By this, this is how mm-hmm. all men shall know that you are my disciples. Okay. If you have love mm. one for another. John 13, 35. If you have love. You know, sometimes you hear unbelievers saying, all these Christians are fake. All these, all these Christians are not real. Look at the disunity in the church. I've never been to a country, any country where there's unity in the church. Mm. Never. Apart from Kenya. Kenya is the country I've been to with the most united churches. I mean, you won't even believe it. Mm. The level of unity in the body of Christ in Kenya. It is unprecedented anywhere in the world. I've never seen anything even close to Kenya. It is is even hard to believe when you describe it. Mm. But in almost every country in the world, the body of Christ is fragmented. Mm. Absolutely fragmented. Every country you go to, pastors are fighting among themselves. And there are power blocks of pastors. And the unbelievers look at the pastors and the Christians and laugh at us. That they call themselves Christians. But Jesus said, this is how people will know that you are my disciples. Mm. If you have love one for another. Loyalty is a manifestation of love. Mm. Loyalty is a manifestation of love. The foundation of loyalty is love. Where there's no love, there will be no loyalty. Mm-hmm. And where there's no loyalty, it, 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 it is a sign that there's no love. And the Bible says, love will cover a multitude of sins. Hallelujah. You see, the more mature you are, the more you will forgive and cover sins. But many Christians, many churches, many pastors, you know. We don't have the ability to love. Always gossiping, backbiting, lying, slander, encouraging, gossiping, backbiting, slander, false reporting, tale bearers, mm. lying tanks. It doesn't create a culture of allegiance. Think about it. Think about this. Okay. Think about this. Is it not true mm. that the number one reason why people leave churches is gossiping? It's true. <laughs> it's very, it's is it not true? Very true. No, think about it. If you are watching me, it's likely you are a pastor. Yeah. The number one reason why people leave churches is gossiping and backbiting. Gossiping. Yeah. So teach against it. That's why tomorrow, look, whatever you do, make sure you are here for this teaching on accusations. It is the number one destroyer of everything. Yes. Accusations is the number one destroyer of marriages. Mm. Number one destroyer of marriages. It's the number one destroyer of churches. It's the number one destroyer of organizations. It's the number one destroyer of peace. It's the number one destroyer of companies. Everything is destroyed. Mm. by gossiping, by biting because there is no love and love is not encouraged mm. look at Jesus Judas was about to kill him he never told the rest of the disciples that, that Judas is going to betray him Jesus was not a backbiter he never backbiter I mean no <laughs> yeah Peter 
says that, look, when Jesus called Peter Satan, they were standing aside by themselves. So read your Bible. The Bible says that and, and Peter took Jesus aside. Aside. And began to rebuke him. And then Jesus said, Satan. When Jesus called Peter Satan, they were alone. He never called him Satan in the midst of people. Read your Bible. (laughs) Alone. Yeah. That's why people are leaving your church. They don't say it's love. I'm telling you. Because love covers. Love does not expose. Love covers. What does the Bible say? Say that. Thou hast forgiveness with you. That men may fear you. When When you forgive people. They honor you. They revere you. He said, what? Look, how are we able to come to God? Because we know that we have sinned. Mm. But when we pray, he still answers our prayer. That's why we continue to come to him. Mm. But if God kept reminding us of our sins, we would stay away from him. <laughs> mm. Look, loyalty makes love fill the church. Mm. Because when somebody has sinned and you forgive him, the person is drawn to you. Wow. The person comes to you. The person loves you. The person sees you as a father. Loyalty is important for love to fill the church. Mm. Number four. Loyalty is important to have a large and successful ministerial team. Because the team will be made up of sinners. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You must instill a culture of loyalty so that you can have a lot of people working with you. You see, what you don't know is you see me talking to you, but there or there is a group of invisible people mm-hmm. that you cannot see okay. who are making this broadcast possible. Hmm. Yeah. Apart from those in the room here with me that you cannot see who are making this broadcast possible there's another group of people who are not even physically here because of, of social distancing who are also working behind the scenes in order to make this one broadcast possible wow so if you are unable to create a system of loyalty where people trust one another you will not be able to do much because you alone can only do so much. You are a human being. Your time is finite. Your energy is finite. Your ability to do things is finite. I cannot be preaching and holding the camera at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So in order to achieve a lot, you must have a lot of loyal people. I'll give an example. By the grace of God, the church that Bishop died, he was not started, the United Denominations, has almost 4,000 branches. In 96 countries. It cannot be. I mean, you think about it. If you are even preaching in one church every day, it means that it's going to take him about 10 years of preaching every day in a different church. 10 years to preach in each of the 4,000 churches. 10 years! (laughs) Yes! It is impossible. So how is the United Denominations able to have 4,000 churches. Mm. Very simple. It is, it is by having 4,000 loyal pastors. That's wow. all. It is not a secret. It is not magic. It's not, it is only possible by having 4,000 loyal people who will continue to be part of the United Denominations or, or who will say that we will be loyal and we will not break away. Mm. That's all. That's all. Dear pastor, if you are also able to teach this subject of loyalty to your members, to your leaders, and teach them that, look, there is no need to break away. Mm. Teach them this statement, that it is better to be the leg of an ant than the... Sorry, it is better to be the leg of an elephant than the head of an ant. Mm. Teach them this statement, Mm. that it is better to be the toe, not Mm. leg. Mm. I apologize. It is better teach them because they have not thought about it. Mm. Anything you teach will be learned. Teach them that it's better to be the toe of an elephant mm-hmm. than the head of an ant. Mm-hmm. Wow. If, you, if you are walking in your house 
and you saw the toe of an elephant, would you not stop? <laughs> Pick it up. Look at what it says. I mean, like, would you not give some regard and respect and attention and honor to the toe of an elephant? But have you ever stopped in your house to pick up an ant before to sort of examine it to look at it? Many people who break away from churches are overseeing the head of an ant, are overseeing ants, midget ministries, ministries which are minute compared to where they came from. But Satan deceives. You see, Satan is the spirit of the rebel, Satan is the father of all disloyal people. And he was the archangel in heaven. He was not part of the Godhead. But he was a senior angel. He was the leg of an elephant. Heaven was like an elephant ministry. And when he rebelled, he took one third of the angels, inconsequential beings as far as God is concerned. Mm. And he became the head of the fallen angels. Can you believe it? Now the Bible says in Mark 16, 16 that, as soon as you get born again, these are the signs of those who believe. Number one, they shall cast out devils. Mm. Oh, suddenly, the guy who was the leg of an elephant has become the head of an ant. I mean, is it not true that if a, if a baby is born today and he lies on an ant, he will kill the ant? Yeah. Somebody who is immediately born, that's how the devil is. Hallelujah. So teach your people that look, we need to have a mega church. Why are you listening to me? Very simple. It's because I'm coming in the name of Bishop Dagwood Mills. Yeah. Why is the name of Bishop Dagwood Mills significant? It is, it is because God has used him to accomplish a great thing. Mm. What is that great thing? The great thing is made, is made up of a large team of loyal people who have given their power to him. Mm. Almost one million members. 4,000 churches. Almost 4,000 pastors. You see, by being united to one person, you see, the Bible says that Christ said, I, if I am lifted up, I'll draw all men to him. So when there's a system of loyalty and one man is lifted up, amazing, at the end, everybody is drawn to him and all those who are with him also become sort of important. It's true. How would we know Mike Pompeo except he was the Secretary of State to Donald Trump, the President of America? We would not know him. We would not know him. Who is um, Mike Pence? We don't know him. But because they are associated to an important person, so we, are, so we all know them and acknowledge them. Mm. Teach your church. That if they can continue to be loyal to you, one day, one day with time, when the system grows and becomes big, mm. as you are acknowledged, they will also be acknowledged. They will also. The fact that you are watching me and I don't know you, mm. <laughs> you are only watching me because I'm associated mm-hmm. with Bishop Dagwood Mills should be a lesson to you about how your ministry can also become. Mm. If you can teach your people to continue to be faithful. You see, this message I'm preaching was one of the first messages I listened to in Lighthouse when I joined the church in 1998. Why loyalty was preached on a Sunday morning. It was not a special camp meeting. It was preached on a Sunday morning for all the church members to hear why loyalty is important. That's what I heard for the first time that it's better to be the leg of an elephant than the head of an ant. And it made so much sense to me. Is it not better, more significant to be the leg of an elephant than the head of an ant? Yes. yes. So teach it in your church also. Far better. Just as I believed, those in your church will also believe it. So So teach it. Don't be angry with your members. Take your time. Calm down. (laughs) Don't don't shout. Don't shout at your church members. Just teach them. (laughs) You don't need to shout. Just teach them. That is better to be the leg of an elephant the head of an ant. Okay. They will believe you and be loyal and your ministry will become big and significant. That's right. And you will all benefit from the fruits of loyalty. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. By the way, I want to make this very important announcement that on Saturday, you know, we are finishing the seed conferences for this season mm-hmm. on Friday. We'll start with something else 
after also even more powerful. Mm. But on Saturday, God has put in my heart to climax the seed conferences with a church planting ambitions conference. Uh, Amen. Amen. So on Saturday, we'll be having a church planting ambitions conference the whole day, three sessions. The first session is from 9 to 10.30. Then the second session is from 12 to 1.30. And the third session is from 3 to 4.30. So make sure you are here. It's going to be a very powerful... See, I will be teaching about how to plant churches. Yes. And how to succeed on the mission field. Every mission field I've been to has been successful. (laughs) It's true. And as I've become more experienced, I've become even more increasingly successful. When I go on missions, the first I was on missions, I had to learn by feeling. But now, God has given us more experience and insights and the anointing. So, on a Saturday, God has put it in my heart to do it. Amen. So, I want to be faithful to God also. I also have to be faithful to God. Amen. Amen. Number five. Fifth reason why loyalty is important. It is in order to have a mega church. A big church for your church to grow. Amen. Amen. The Bible says Proverbs 14, 2. I think say that the glory of the king is in the multitude of the people. He that walketh, no, I got it wrong. Or 16, 2 or something. Anyway, say that the glory of the king is in the multitude of the people. But the want of people is the prince's poverty. The more people you have in your church, the more glorious it is. Mm-hmm. You see, so you need faithfulness and loyal members to have a mega church. And the more loyal, you see, remember that loyalty means to be always there. Always there. So the more you have members who are always there, mm-hmm. and the new people who join are also always there. Always there. And newer people are always there. And the new converts become always there. The old members are always there. The drunkards become always there. The bank managers become always there. The teachers are always there. Your church will grow. Amen. Amen. But the more they are not there, and then the next week some come and some don't come, they're lazy. And remember that I thought a few days ago, last week, that the congregation is like a garden. Mm. What you sow into it is what you get. Dear pastor, you know, it has come into my mind again to say, stop shouting at your members. Mm. It is not their fault. Teach them to be loyal. Teach them the blessings of faithfulness. Get this book and go through it step by step by step. Teach them that it is important to be loyal. That when the church is a mega church, there are advantages of having a mega church. Connections in a mega church. More beloveds in a mega church. A mega church becomes like a nation. I mean, in Ghana today, the United Denominations can change the course of the elections just by the power of numbers. Mm. Yes. They are advantage. I mean, when I joined the Kadesh, I said, wow. I mean, I thought I was a mega church pastor before I came to the Kadesh. When yeah. I joined the Kadesh, so that, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> the real nation is the Kadesh. Mm. Where I was coming was like a republic. <laughs> Amen. Amen. In a mega church, everything and everyone you need for your life is there. Mm. And they will benefit from it. So, teachers, you see, don't sit there and pray. You see, one of the problems of pastors is is that we pray too much Mm. and we don't think. Mm. We pray too much. You see, ask yourself, if you talk to God, and God speaks to you. Which one will benefit you more? You talking to God or God talking to you? Which will bring more benefit to your life? If you talk to God, how will that help you? When God talks to you, he said, I am the Lord that teaches you to profit and shows you the way in which you should go. Isaiah 41, 17. He said, all that you have hacking to me, then your peace would have flowed. God can teach you how to make your church grow. But you are come on, then you are sweating. Come on, come on, but you won't read. But you would read reading is God talking to you. How was Joshua going to prosper? 
How was Joshua going to build his church? How was Joshua going to attain church growth? How was Joshua going to conquer the land and plant churches? By prayer? No! By prayer? No! <laughs> he said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do all that is written therein as you read it and you hear you do he said for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success when you finish praying read okay when you finish praying read proverbs 24 3 he said by wisdom is a house built by by wisdom your church will be built Mm -hmm. your church building will be built and your church congregation will be built Mm -hmm. he said by understanding once again daniel 9 2 daniel said i daniel in the second year of darius i understood by books so when he said that by understanding it is established you can substitute understanding for books so he said by wisdom is a house built and by books it is established your congregation will be established through the books that you have read. Mm. He said, and by knowledge, what is knowledge again? You get knowledge by reading, by listening. Knowledge, you get knowledge from information. Mm-hmm. Once again, by books. He said that the room shall be filled with all good and precious things. You can substitute knowledge for books again. again. By books, by your books. church will be full. Mm. When, when, when you don't read, you are doomed. Mm. When you don't read, you are doomed. You are doomed. Your house will not be built. Your church will not be built. It will not be established. Your church will not be established. Today, people come, they go. You don't know why they don't stay. You don't know why they come. You don't know why they go. You don't know why they come. You don't know why they, why they go. Meanwhile, there is a book here on mega church with 13 special principles of church growth. But you don't know them. You should memorize those principles in your mind. You should memorize them like you know them. Wow. Yes. You should know them. How can you be a pastor and you don't know the 14 special principles of church good? How can it be? How can it be? How can it be? How? But you know the names of all the parliamentarians hey. in your country and the ministers and the deputy ministers. You know all. Look, I tell you, me, the only people that I know in Ghana is the name of the president, the name of the vice, the name of the speaker of parliament and then the judicial secretary of Ghana yes uh-huh. I think that's all, all I know no I think the chief justice too's name I don't know more than five people in the, in the, the government the ruling government I know a few but no but I know the 14 special principles for church good all and the stages of disloyalty mm. you wake me up in the night mention what are the stages of disloyalty I'll mention you all <laughs> why loyalty seven reasons all hmm. where were we to have a mega church you know if you don't teach on loyalty the devil will have a field day mm. in your church. I, I, I went to work in a region of Ghana, Kumase, many years ago, and I met a hotel owner who was in our church, and I was staying in a hotel, and we were converted. She said, look, one day I read Bishop's books on loyalty and disloyalty. One, one of the chapters was how to detect subtle disloyalty. She said, as I read it, I saw the moon. My staff members are not loyal. So, based on that little chapter of that book, how to detect subtle disloyalty, I went to do an audit and some investigations, and she said I was losing about three thousand dollars a month mm. from thieves, <laughs> from disloyal people. You see, her hotel was not established mm. because she hadn't read a book. And that book was about one dollar. The price of that book was a dollar. One dollar. That one dollar book saved her almost three hundred thousand mm. dollars. 
Be there your ignorance and not mind me. Number six. Loyalty is important to have a long-lasting ministry. Because one, one person can do so much. There's not much you, you can do. <laughs> There's not much you can do. After a while, you are tired. After a while, the day is finished. Look at Jesus. And let's use Jesus as our example. He left his ministry in the hands of 12 loyal people. Some had deserted him. Some were traitors. Some had lied about him. Some said they don't know him. They swore. (laughs) Jesus accommodated their emotional misbehavior. You can never say that Peter was disloyal to Jesus. Peter! No! Let me ask you a question. You! If they come and ask you, they put a gun to your head and they ask you, say I'm a Christian and they'll shoot. Please be honest. Be honest. <laughs> Please. I beg you, be honest. Be honest. At that point, will you know Christ? Or will you reason in your mind and say, look, Jesus said it is not all those who say Lord, Lord, but those who did the will of my Father. So I'll deny Christ and afterwards I'll go and repent and go and save souls. Then the quotation will come to your mind that better a live dog than a dead lion. Then they are, do you know Christ? Say, who? Jesus Christ. Then you ask them, oh, where does he live? Does he live around here? What's the color of his gate? You will deny Christ. Peter was the mommy where he saw the fire, the centurion, the beating of Jesus, the tongues. And then, then you have, because look, let look, let's be honest. Let's be honest. If Peter had said, "I know Christ," he would have died that day. He would have died that day. But Jesus had prophesied that he has to be the head of the church. <laughs> Jesus accommodated the emotional misbehavior of the disciples. So the Bible said, and all the disciples fled. Look, the guys who had seen him walking on water, they ran away. Everybody ran away. He accommodated them. That is why he has a mega church today. And finally, why loyalty is important to reap our full reward. Mm. Loyal people are rewarded. Mm. Amen. Amen. Revelation 21 14. He said, Jesus said, and the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and in them the names of the 12 apostles. Who are they? Look, 22 28. Ye are they, Jesus told his disciples, who have continued with me in my temptations. I am giving you a kingdom. Yes, I'm giving you a kingdom because you have been with me. Loyalty has a reward. Oh, yes. Matthew 25, he told them, and I will say to you, Well done, and the Lord said, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. No, thou good and faithful servant. Then you have been faithful with little. Wow. Be thou ruler over much. 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 Much is given to loyal people. That's right. Much comes to loyal people. That's why it's even been found statistically that the biggest churches are pastored by people who have been the pastor of the church for a long time. Yes. Watch any pastor who has a big church. He's been the pastor for 30 years, 20 years. He's been there. He's their pastor they know. Mm. You know, when you are experienced, as we close, we are closing in two minutes, you will learn when you become experienced that people don't go to church. People go to a pastor. I'll say it again. People don't go to church. People go to a pastor. Okay. The Bible says that for where the carcass is, there will the people gather. They go to a person. Say the Lord is my shepherd, not the Lord is my church. The Lord is my shepherd, not the Lord is my synagogue. The Lord is my shepherd. You go to their shepherd, mm-hmm. not to a church. And so instill a culture of loyalty in your church. It will bring great growth. You know, but you yourself are the pastor. Make sure you are loyal. And before we close, I want us to give an offering. Be faithful also with your offering. Hey! hey. Amen. Amen. Take out a good offering by mobile money. Bless 
this program, sow a seed into it. It's going to be a blessing for you. Amen. Amen. Everybody given, you know, the numbers are on your screen. Those from outside the country, Europe, America, UK, you can, it, it will be easy to give by PayPal two euros, two pounds, two euros, two Swiss francs, two dollars. If you're in America, two dollars. If you're in the UK, two pounds. If you're in Europe, two euros. If you're in Ghana, two cities, ten cities. Ten cities is two dollars. Give two dollars. As a blessing. It's going to be a blessing. Pastor Zeu, God bless you for watching. Percy Abukari, God bless you. And everybody else watching from all over, just give. We are closing. You know, but thank you very much for watching. Just give. If, if you are in Ghana, give by MTN mobile money. You know, the subject of loyalty is so important. So important. You know, it's going to be a great blessing to you. And all over the world, you can give by send wave you can give by world remit the numbers are the same on your screen as you can see them zero two four two nine one nine four nine four amen it's amen. going to be a blessing just give to just help and contribute amen amen back to the program like i said on saturday we are having the um world church planting emissions conference world church planting so plant to be here it's going to be anointed you know and because god told me to do it and i'm obeying him there is a blessing attached to it so clear your program for sunday and we intentionally have gaps in between the sessions so, so that the thing that you have to go and do there's time to go and do them and come back you know each session is going to be different it's going to be very anointed i can assure you your churches will grow as you participate in it i intend to instill a zeal and a revival for missions yeah, because it's probably the most important thing you do with your life. All that Jesus said was that go. <laughs> All that he said was that go. go. And when the church in Jerusalem didn't go, that's when the persecution arise and then they went. You know, because at the end of the day, if you are called, you will go. go. Jonah wanted to run away, but at the end he went. Yes. But you choose how you go. Whether by the whale's belly, or whether on top of the ship or by and by under the sea, but you will go. go. Amen. Amen. So make sure you are part of the world missions and um, church planting and missions um, conference on Saturday. The times are nine to eleven. You will see the uh, posters on our Facebook soon. Make sure you are part and encourage and invite people to join as well. So today has been loyalty and disloyalty. I believe it's been awesome. Tomorrow we are doing those who accuse you. It's going to be extremely anointed. It's probably the most important book, you know, apart from the Bible that I've read. Very, very encouraging. It, 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 it will deliver you from destroying your ministry. It will deliver you from destroying your ministry, this book. So make sure you are here. Tomorrow is going to be a blessing. Thank you for watching. Thank you for giving. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.